This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis, letting you know, you folks, I need to hear from some of you. and Let me know where you're listening from. Tell me what, what area of the city or the town you're in. Do me a lot of good. Just gives us a little more information. My email address is pastor at radiomissions.org, or you can call me at area code 225-664-8658. Our regular mail address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is the Old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned message from God's Word. And folks ask me often, said, Trailblazer? Old Trailblazer, why you call yourself old-fashioned? Well, I tell you that because we're old-fashioned. We're just an old-fashioned uh, sinner saved by old-fashioned grace. We sang that song here, uh, Old-Fashioned Grace. And uh, <clears throat> as we come out today, we're bringing you a study, series of studies on the RSV Bible, the errors and the misquotations and the, 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 uh, those things that they've done to our Bible, whittled it away, and give it to us now, and they call it the RSV Revised Standard Version. We call it the Antichrist Bible. And we've been there now quite some times, several studies, many studies. And we're coming down now. We looked in our last study at how they, how these modernists and skeptics and how they uh, uh, come in peaceably, as they said, how they get this program over without a, without a, a whimper. And I mentioned to you in our last study or one before, recently how that uh, I use this illustration in my message sometimes, how that things don't happen overnight, like when I was a boy 60 years ago, things were not as they are now, but they've digressed, and they, we, folks claim we've progressed, but no, we digressed, and we've uh, gotten into where everything now is accepted, it's, it's, changes have come slowly, even in our politics, in our educational system, in our, in, even now in our religious world. Whereas sin used to be called sin, it's no longer called sin now. Folks can live together and have illegitimate children together. Nobody thinks anything about it. No, it's just all right. Well, you know, they just they just uh, rather rather do that, and they go on. And now we're having these homosexual marriages being sanctioned by some of our state governments, and others are trying to get it done. Well, it happened over a period of time. I remember when the homosexuals, so-called, were in the closet. They stayed in the closet. They didn't come out. But now they're out of the closet, and they're influencing our political system. They're influencing our religious system. Bishops of some of our great denominations now so-called are ordaining bishops to take care of the whole, uh, oversee the church. But those things happen overnight. And I, I liken it to a frog. You put a frog in the hot water, and boy, he'll jump and scrump. And just like we do here in the South, you take a crab. And you catch a crab and put him in a, start to put him in a hot water. And the minute he feels that hot water, he begins to jump and claw. And but you take him in and put him in a cup of a bucket of cold water, and put him on a stove, and uh, bring the water up slowly and warm it up a little warmer, a little warmer. He don't say a thing. He just lays there until he dies. Water gets hot. Is he dead then? He don't say anything. That's what we've done. We've just laid here, uh, and and accepted all these things back there when my children were in school. Teacher sent home homework talking about evolution, talking about the, the the we were we came from a monkeys and all of those things, and I just sent them back word that it's maybe in some of my folks hung by a rope, but they didn't hang by the tail and quit telling my children that. So they didn't do it; they kept doing it. But I told them, I took 
I took the scriptures and showed them that we weren't, we didn't come from no monkey and no ape. Christ, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ died to pay our sin, but God created us just like we are today. Oh, I'm telling you, my friend, things change a lot, don't you? But we want to get back to our study. But before we do, let me give you this information. We put together a little pamphlet of four or five pages giving you uh, excerpts from some of these Bibles that we feel like have been uh, polluted. And we have a comparison there between the King James Version and these other Bibles. And I'd like to send that to you. It's just called Notes on Bible Versions. We take... 15 or 20 versions and give you a little excerpt so you may not have uh, access to that many Bibles but if you would write me I'll send it to you free and postpaid and if you write tell me what station you're hearing the broadcast over we're just going on a new station uh, up in West, West Virginia and one in Virginia I'd like to know if any of you folks are hearing us but in our last study we were looking how these folks put this uh, damnable doctrine over and uh it was accepted by the American Bible Society. That was a big step. Yes. Oh, listen, my friend. These modernistic leaders have control now of the great American Bible Society in a dist distribution of this Antichrist Bible, which is not the Word of God. Then we see religious leaders have adopted. For instance, President of the Southern Baptist Convention adopted in his pulpit. And from all reports, he put every department of his church life. Then the Baptist Sunday School Board put its stamp of approval up on the RSV Bible. And all the international Sunday School lessons now will be printed from this translation. All of your young people's literature will be printed from this translation. It will invade every church in the land from that angle. Now here's where the tragedy comes in. The National Council of Churches who owns and controls this Bible will not allow the Word of God to be pr printed in parallel with it. No, that's another trick of Satan, how he's been able to put over in a period of time to eliminate the Word of God from our homes, from our worship, and substitute his Bible, the RSV Bible. Now, my friend, are you beginning to see just a little of how the spirit of Antichrist has dominated and brought under control professing Christendom. Someone asked me, he said, Pastor, the Antichrist is not on the scene yet, is he? I said, no, he sure isn't, but his spirit is here. It's the spirit of Antichrist that we're dealing with, my friend, preparing the way for the coming of the Antichrist. And here's one of the most amazing facts that we face. All over this country, young preachers, as well as others, are saying, you know, that's what I have believed all the while, and that is that Jesus was not the Son of God, that he was only a man, a good man, sure. He was a good man, but he wasn't the Son of God, and he's not our substitute, but he died only to share our sins. Oh, my friend, what a disgrace. In other words, the appearance of this Antichrist Bible upon the scene is drawing the line just as definitely as can be, separating the Cains from the Abels and the Esau's from the Jacob. It is only by the grace of God that any of us who are lifting our voices against the spirit of the Antichrist will prevail and reach the souls of any individual with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I felt led to set this before you at this time so that you'll understand where we are and what we face. You may want to ask a question. Pastor Trailblazer, uh, how are they putting this program over with such effectiveness? Don't our people know the truth? 
Don't they see the error? Why don't our preachers cry out against it? Why don't they warn the people? Now, here's the reason they're putting it over. There are thousands of our people, thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands, including preachers who are against this program in the National Council of Churches making war upon the Bible and upon blood redemption, but they're afraid to cry out against it. They're afraid. They're fearful. And these modernistic leaders know it. They say, surely we know there are many within the dominant denominations who are against this program, but in spite of all this modernistic teaching and, un and modernistic teaching of their leaders, they will be loyal to their denomination. Oh, my friends, denomination, what a monstrosity. They, oh, I, I wish I could tell you how many denominations they are. But did you know what? Salvation is of the Lord. There wasn't, no, there wasn't any denominations back there in our Lord's time. There wasn't any denomination in Moses' time or Joshua's time or King David's time or Samuel or, or uh, Elisha or Elijah. There wasn't any denomination. You know what the folks were called who uh, were saved during the Lord's day there? Christians. They were called Christians. Oh, but now, now how they've done all of this. And our preachers, our young preachers, have don't have the backbone to stand up and take a stand on the side of Christ. You'll be able to convince many of the people that we're leading them in the wrong direction, but they still follow because they cling to the hope that maybe we'll turn around and go back to the Bible. They'll not desert us no matter where we lead them because they're loyal to their denomination. Now, my friend, I put my finger upon that fact that this group of scholars, modernistic, Christ-defying, Bible-hating, man-deifying scholars and leaders are relying to put, over on their put their program over. That is, that preachers, religious leaders, and church members who see the error will not desert their denomination or their church because of criticism. They're not willing to brave the criticism and face the ridicule that will come from their denominational leaders. Now, my friend, I know. I know the scorn it comes. I know what it is to be scorned by folks. But do you know what? It, it matters not to me what folks think of me. I'm, I'm called the old, old crackpot, old speckled bird many times, but that's okay. Folks call me, write me, and they say, get a life, old trailblazer. Don't you know Don't you know that Jesus died? Don't you know John 3.16? Don't you know this? Don't you know that? Quit taking those people's money. But listen, my friend, they're just fools. They don't know. Oh, listen, my friend. It's just, it's just a, it's just a, a, a dog-eat-dog thing. I, I, wish you'd, I wish you'd take time out and, and think with me. If you need more information on this on this Antichrist Bible, you write me. I'll send you a more more uh, concise uh, description of these things. I'm just hitting the high spots. I'm just taking the high spots. I have Pastor Shelton's book on uh, by this same title that I use to glean from and to study from, and I'll make that available to you. It's a, it's called the RSV Bible, and I'll make it available to you. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty large book and uh, paperback. But I'll, I'll mail it to you, and you'll go into all these details that I haven't had time to go into. But listen, the old trailblazer just trying to be a friend, just trying to be a friend. The Lord called me to go out and preach the gospel. That's what I'm doing day by day. Day by day, I'm preaching the gospel. Folks, one here and one there will have it. Oh, I get letters from folks writing me and say, Old trailblazer, here's $100. Put it on that radio station up there in West Virginia. 
Put it on a radio station up there in Lexington, Kentucky, wherever you've just gone on. And I want to help you get it. I don't hear this kind of a message. And I praise the Lord for you, old trailblazer. One here and one there does that. Not the masses, no. Oh, no. But listen, did you know God loves sinners? That's the purpose of this message, to let you know that our Lord loves sinners. But my friend Satan has dragged, has dragged, drugged and dragged and doped and duped our folks into believing a lie. Believing a lie. The scripture says in the last days they'll, they'll, they'll have a strong delusion and believe a lie and be damned. Is it worth your taking time out to ask and to study? Ask your preacher. Ask your pastor. Pastor, what kind of Bible do you use? Do you use the RSV Bible? If he tells you yes, then ask him. Said, what about all those changes and revisions in there and the undercutting of the deity of Christ and the undercutting of all of those things? And ask him, what, what about those things? Say, I've been hearing that old trailblazer, and he says there's a lot of errors there, and that, that thing is really an Antichrist Bible. My pastor, what about that? Do you use the RSV Bible? And, and then see what he'll tell you. Oh, listen, or the NIV Bible, it's just as bad. And the uh, that uh, Living Bible, all of those things, my friend. But I know that sometimes I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall. But one here and one there is listening. Folks support the old trailblazer because there's some folks out there who want to the broadcast the truth to go out as it is. And I wish you'd sit down and write me and uh, let me know that you're listening. If you would do that, I appreciate it. Tell me where you're listening from, what station you're listening, and uh, if broadcast is coming in loud and clear. And help me with the broadcast, if you will. Pray for me. Would you do that? You folks who hear me on a regular basis, would you just pray for me? You don't, you, you don't have to write me. Just tell me. Or just say, I want to pay for, pray for the old trailblazer. I've been asking my folks here, when they get up in the morning, put their feet on the floor, sit there a minute or two, and thank the Lord for waking up, breathing. And then while you're there doing that, thank the Lord for the old trailblazer. Lord, I want to just thank you for the old trailblazer. Keep him, keep his health strong and keep his, keep his mind clear and keep, his, keep him pointed towards the Lord's work. Oh, if you do that, I appreciate it. My mailing address is the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.